All right, and, uh, we'll move along. We love pizza. Um, back to food. Uh, is hot dog a sandwich? I've heard convincing arguments for both sides. <laughs> it's tough because, like, what? Well, you have to you have to determine what defines a sandwich. It's bread with, I would say something in the middle because I'm not going to say it necessarily has to be a meat, right? Yeah, because grilled cheese. Grilled cheese a sandwich is delicious. A butter sandwich is yeah. delicious. I mean, um, BLT for, for poor folks. I guess technically meat, but you know, yeah. But there, yeah. there's a lot of things. It's basically two pieces of bread. Something in between. Right. Um, the I, I've heard the gripe about hot dogs not being a sandwich is that the bread's connected. Mm-hmm. But um, like a sub is the same way. You get like a meatball sub from some place. And the, there's a lot of places where it serves for like connected. the bread is like a V. Because, yeah, you don't want the sauce spilling out all over the place. So then it's True. a lot of hoagies have like... I would say, but then it's considered a hoagie. Well, so- Subway, no, I feel like some of the sub places are kind of like that well they'll serve like the long sandwich but where it's still connected on one side i think firehouse no fire, firehouse is cut what am i way. thinking of? oh jimmy johns uh jimmy johns is that way i'm pretty sure it, I, it might i think you might be right if nothing else the gargantuan is because that's the only thing I get. <laughs> uh to me i so i'm, I'm gonna, gonna say yes you're gonna say that's yes? my i'm gonna say no okay that's our first argument i guess well besides the the top three pizzas I think, okay, so to me, anything, like, so if, if it's not just sliced bread, like, so, like, like, like you said, define bread, right? So, it's like, if it's not, like, in a loaf and slices, that, that, that to me is bread. Okay, so is a hamburger a sandwich? A hamburger? Because it's not sliced bread. True. It's, it's buns. But, okay, so, then that's not bread. So, by name. A bun's not bread? Oh, by name, it's a bun. It's not. Bread, it's a right? type of bread. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's not like sandwich bread. It's but a bun. Yeah, okay. Yes, it is. So when you, when you go to Whataburger, do they call it uh, breakfast on a, on bread? It's breakfast <laughs> on a bun, right? So okay, so biscuits aren't bread. No, it's a biscuit. That's a type of bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's not sandwich bread. It's a biscuit. Okay, but maybe it's okay. So it's like okay, back back to the peanut class, right? So it's like all right, it's bread so, is a class. Bread, yeah, bread as a classification has subcategories. Okay, and so buns are a subcategory. Biscuits are a subcategory. Okay, so sandwich. Then this is sandwich bread. Okay, so so, so loaf and slices has to be on like if you're defining it, then it has to be on sliced bread. Then yeah, I mean it's. Hot dog bun's not sliced bread, so therefore it can be a sandwich. We're going to have to look up this definition. But, well, I mean, yeah. Like, a sandwich can be, I think, very loosely defined. There are so many ways to make a sandwich, and people make sandwiches on different types of, like, buns and bread. Uh, I mean, you can have, what like, something classified as a sandwich on a bun. So at that point... Mm a sandwich on a bun a bun that's what i'm saying it's still a sandwich though okay yeah. it's like if you've got like brioche buns and you're like i'm gonna make me a bougie sandwich yeah. it's not a burger <laughs> it's not a bun which i mean it's a sandwich it's on sandwich it's oh, you know what i agree to disagree <laughs> so my definition is it's got to be like sandwich like sliced bread you sandwich. may be more strict on your classification yeah. of a sandwich than I think yeah. other people. I'm not going to say everyone because obviously there are people that agree. And also, um, 
you wouldn't put a wiener on any other type of bread. <laughs> oh, grow up! We can say wiener without giggling. Can we? Yes. You can. Okay. Alright, I, I think, okay, since we love wings, drums are flat. Or do you care? <sighs> no, I don't. I don't care. Okay. Um, they're, they're like my children. I love them equally. <laughs> that, no, that's what all parents say, but they always have a favorite. Those are lying words. Um, I mean, you have to do more work with a flat to get all the meat off. Uh-huh. Have you, have you seen, like, the, like, TikTok videos of how certain people eat wings where they, like, crush it down? No, that's it, but that's work. You don't, you can't just pick it up and eat all the meat off. You have to work it, then you have to take the little, like like bones apart to get like the little connected parts and then like, I'm, I'm gonna show you this video you don't have to do anything okay. this girl just jams the wing down and all the meat comes off and she just pulls it off like that with a mouth like a like a or you razor. could just pick it up and eat it <laughs> it's that simple it's less work than a i'm not saying that i pick flats over drums well maybe back in the day maybe but um but i mean I will say with flats, I feel like you get more like coating or like of the sauce or the flavoring, like on the you get more surface area, like of flavor. But I, I and sometimes it depends on who's serving it because there are some places that have some really scrawny wings. Yeah, and in that place, like, I think the wing drums, size matters too. Yeah, the drum size, like the drum quality, depends on like the size of the wings because that determines how much meat you're getting. And then... Alright, so you're equal. You're equal opportunity. Yes, there are definitely pros to both sides. Okay, so I used to really love flats, and then I met Roth, and she would not allow me to eat flats. Um, Not really not allow, but she prefers flats, so she eats all of them before I can actually get to them. And um, and now I'm okay with giving her flats, and I enjoy the drums. Michelle loves flats too, but that's mainly because she hates heels. To me... The David joke. So, my reason why I pick drums over flats is one, uh, I guess I've been trained to love drums now, but two, I feel like there's more meat on a drum because of the, the head there of it. There definitely can be. Yeah. And two, they're more dunkable. So, like, if you're eating That's re- true. really yeah. hot wings uh-huh. and you have a little sauce cup, like you go, or you go order pizza or something, it's, yeah. you can dump the head okay. of the wing in. So, I, get, and I, I might already know where you fall on this. Uh, but th- this is a big debate in my household. Okay. Um, are you a dipper, or do you pour things onto your food? So it depends. Am I sharing? No, this is just for you. I'm dipping. <laughs> I'm dipping. Okay, so if it goes back to... Well, okay, give me your answer then. I pour my sauce, like, on whatever food. You like know, the like, sugar? Uh, <laughs> 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 ah, you know where I was going. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. But, like... If I if I want to put you know like ranch on my fries or pizza or whatever I don't know you know then I'll just put it on the food not dip it. Um, okay, so you're that was going to be my question then. You're one of those. Yes, I'm one of those. Ketchup on the fries guy. I well I don't like ketchup so much, but yes, I will I will take like a if if it's like Whataburger spicy ketchup. Yes, I will pour like my fries out and then I'll just squirt that spicy ketchup all over them. And I then wonder I'll, how we're friends. Because <laughs> go, going back to the wing thing, I remember that you don't eat your whole you're like you don't eat the cartilage on the wings. Right? Uh, ever since you pointed it out, I do. Okay, good. 
Now we're friends okay. again. We have, we're the we're not the acquaintances of flavor. <laughs> the acquaintances of flavor. We're changing the name by the way. Acquaintances of flavor. Let's go. That's but yeah, good. like oh, and with wings. Yeah, this is another reason why I brought it up. I will like I like ranch with my wings. I will just pour the ranch right onto the wings. I don't dip them because I, mean, I think I, that's I a hassle. So the ketchup reason to me is because I feel like it will make the fries soggy. If so. you well, if you eat fast like me, that's never a problem. <laughs> I don't taste my food. But yeah, you're like a freaking vacuum cleaner. Yep. Um, I guess. Yeah, I'm definitely a dipper. I think something that I would pour properly on fries is just cheese. Okay. Because I mean, although I don't know if well, you're younger than me, so like. When we were in high school or middle school or whatever, it's like you have the a la carte line at lunch, right? Mm-hmm. And you can buy, you know, whatever for X amount of dollars. And I would, uh, fries and a cheese cup was always my jam. And I never, I never poured the cheese on there. It's just like, it's just like ketchup. You just dip it in yeah. the cheese and it helped, well, it helped you savor the cheese more. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm looked at as a serial killer uh, <laughs> for, for my tendency to, to pour sauces onto my food. Like, Michelle has literally told her godson. That I am a serial killer. Oh, because, okay. Yeah, or just call you Joe. I, yeah, I'm just. <laughs> she. I mean, maybe I'm paraphrasing here, but she said Joe something Dexter. along those lines. Joe Dexter. Yeah, I've watched you. both of those shows, all of it. Have you seen the new Dexter? No. I want to, but I don't I have to. Yeah, there's my. There's my asterisk there. Yeah. I haven't seen the new season of Dexter, and the way the original show ended, I was hesitant. About this new oh, season. Oh, yeah. The ending was terrible. But yeah, no no every, spoilers, but yeah. it was not. Man, if you not. haven't seen Dexter by then, it's... Yeah. Yes, but it's kind of uh, on you. Yeah, it's kind of on you. But I heard the new one's really good. Really? Just, okay, um, that's good. It's just... There's so many streaming services now. That they yeah, want it's, it's Showtime, right? Yeah. Okay, that's like one of the only streaming services we don't have. You know, I'm paying for HBO, and we got Netflix, we got Amazon yeah. Prime, you know, we got all the Hulu and all that stuff. So, I, it's just... I don't want to pay for another... Did thing. you did you have any debate questions minus being very angry at Tom Brady? <laughs> I mean, I have a couple more, but we are uh, getting close uh, to yeah, the hour. Let's, let's get into it. Let, let's go through your topics. Oh, well, I'm I'm almost done. I guess the only other one besides the NFL bus one, which we can give that one out real quick too. So coming from South, Coke or Pepsi? Mm. Now we're we're not talking about the product lines. We're just talking about literally Coke and Pepsi. Like yeah. Two yeah, just entities. those two sodas, not like, you know, because Mountain Dew is part of Pepsi. Yeah, I love, like, like Mountain Dew is my go-to yeah. soda, so I would have to, that's what a Pepsi product? Probably. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Honestly, I'm going to be, I'm going to go off the beaten path and say Pepsi. Really? Yeah. Well, so, Pepsi is, tech, don't they technically claim themselves, like, you know, for the South or whatever? I have no idea. I think, oh, that's, that's but then I don't, I don't remember Maybe I don't know, <laughs> but um, yeah. Wow. Okay. I go. I'm, I'm opposite. I'm Coke. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm just kind of being. What's the term? I'm going against the norm. Uh, you know, just because I, I never drink Coke or Pepsi. There's yeah. always you're other not, options. You're not. Yeah. You're not a great. You know, you're not a big like regular Coke. Or no, Pepsi I, I don't. I don't drink sodas much to begin with. To uh, me, um, Pepsi just tastes sweeter. To it me. is sweeter. Yeah. So like Coke, and it's like it's okay. But to be honest, I don't. I don't drink regular coke if we dive into pepsi lines and coke lines i drink coke zero like to me it tastes better even though it's probably worse for you i don't know yeah michelle likes to have cokes on hand at the house at all times i think she also used to drink coke zero she'd be 
I mean, you already know her answer in that regard, but you know, she's more of the soda and Coke drinker than me. You know, I, I barely touch sodas at all. If I do, I usually am looking for Mountain Dew Code Red or yeah. whatever other new iteration they it's, have. To I me, it's just like sometimes um, soda just goes really well with certain foods like pizza. Yeah. Um, Fried chicken, mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much like junk food yeah. that you shouldn't be eating yeah. anyway. Uh, oh, that, that's, that's why we have cokes on hand at all times because Michelle yeah. cannot have pizza without a coke. Yeah, hey, man, actually, Rob said that yesterday. She's like, because uh, you know they work right next to that Marcos, and they're like every time our boss orders us Marcos, she's like, I just gotta have coke. Yeah, it's it's like we were talking about earlier. There are certain flavor profiles that just gel really well, and like all of us on the podcast. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, of course. So, what flavor would you be if you were a flavor? Oh, wait. Well, like, what do you mean? Like, are we talking like uh, seasonings, or are we talking about like sodas, or? Well, okay. More specific about this. Okay. Uh, I know this is a bit impromptu, but I guess we could ask. First of all, what is your favorite? type of flavor do you like salty stuff sweet stuff spicy stuff uh, uh, bold kind of seasonings um like what what is your type of flavor do you like i'm a spice lord so okay. i really like spice even though i know my my body disagrees with it now <laughs> uh, i feel you on that although i, I really want to order some more um hot ones but i haven't mm-hmm. had last dabs but i haven't I just know, it's just like 30 bucks for some sauces I can't do, but every time I see a certain hot sauce, I'll buy it and just to try it out. Yeah. I wish, man, next time we do the little hot ones thing together, um, I need to get that blueberry one. Uh, I show at it, and I, I love it. It's hot. It's like a blueberry ghost pepper, mm-hmm. but it was delicious. Um, what about you? Uh, well... I'm starting to get away from spice more often. I still love it, but I'm like you. My body just can't handle it the way it used to. One one of my favorite things, and I mentioned it to you before the podcast, that I've really been craving is sour. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love sour candy. Anytime I drink a beer, I'm looking for my newest sour. Uh, uh, okay, okay. So what's what's your what's your favorite sour beer right now? Uh, um. I guess if I drank more beer more often, it would be easier to answer. I've been drinking so much whiskey that I've kind of gotten <laughs> away from beer. But uh, I, I would have to check my Untapped app uh, to see what okay. I've ranked the highest because there, there's I think there's like two, maybe three beers that I've given five stars. I'm not gonna lie, this might be a two parter. Uh, uh, I don't remember if it's sour. I think it is sour actually. Um, Ghost Train makes a seasonal beer called Paul Hanna Punch. And I think it's like a light kind of sour beer. It's like a springtime seasonal. Mm. So good. Oh, my God. It is so good. Um, I had a beer at Haberdasher, I think, late last year. And it was a sour. Um, You ever look back at your app and just like, wow, I gave this beer like a three star. And then you drink it a second or third time. You're like, this is like your your taste buds change. You're like, man, this is really good, actually. And then you go go rate it, and you're like, oh, fuck, I gave this a three-star. What was I thinking? <laughs> um, it deserves more. There, uh, I don't know. There there was a long period of time where I just didn't rate my beers, mm. which, looking back, was a bad strategy. Because, yeah, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I've had this before, but I can't remember if I liked it or not. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, why did I not rate this to begin with? 
but usually uh, I feel the same way, I guess, consistently about stuff. My tastes have changed a little bit over the years, but not significantly enough to where I try something that I like initially liked or didn't like and then changed my mind. Yeah. I've, which I think the, my taste for beer has changed, definitely. Uh, when I used to hate um, dark and heavy beers, I actually enjoy now, but it's got to be a certain time to drink it. Like, I can't drink it on a beach, you know? Um, sour beers, to me, is a new acquired taste only because, one, you're getting into it, Mandy's mm-hmm. getting into it, and um, my boss, Wynn, is getting into it. Or okay. You guys are really into it. And, yeah. But the only sour beers I really like, really, is ones that aren't sour at all. So hmm. they're, they're labeled sour beers, but they're really sweet, right? So like that, that King Cake Ale I had from Chandelier, yeah, delicious. And you drink it, and you're just like, wow, that really does taste like icing. Because it's, it's actually got a sweet mm-hmm. taste, but it's real sour. And I had one yeah. also at um, uh, BJ's, which I forgot who made it, but it was a salted caramel pretzel Ooh. beer. And it, no, it was it was very crazy. I know, it sounds good. I love salty caramel. Yeah. yeah it's another one of those salty sweet combos. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's just so good. But when you drink it, you're, you're reading it. It's, it's classified as a sour, but you drink it, you're like, you taste the sweet and the salty in the beer, and it just, I'm like, how the fuck did you do that? And you put this in the liquid form, and it's delicious. Okay, so I did look. I'm looking at my untapped ratings now. The Palhana Punch is a smoothie sour. Oh. And okay. so, yeah, I've rated that five stars. But, uh, high Wire. Do you which, have a picture of the, the can on it? No. Um, let's see if I can pull up, like, the image. So this is, this is basically oh, the okay. logo that's never, on the can. I've never had that. Uh, well... Ghost Train is a Alabama brewery, so is it somewhat T Town? I think it's Birmingham. Okay, it's, it's northern Alabama. That's all I know. Um, uh, so Anderson Valley makes something called Summer Solstice, which is a spiced herbed beer. I rated that five stars. Uh, High Wire, which I think is North Carolina. Uh, uh, you gave something five stars. Yeah. I, I don't think I've given anything five that's, stars. I'm just I'm listing my five star ratings. Oh, okay, right now. great. Uh, High Wire makes uh, a peach colada sour smoothie. They've got a couple of like smoothie sours, which typically I've found to be my favorites. I'm gonna they're, have to. They're eat. like it's like you were saying it's sour, but it's smoother. Yeah, I'm so, gonna have to get you to send me this list so I can try these. Uh, and then this is what I tried at Haberdasher. It's from a brewery called Boulevard, and it's called Tropic Slam, and it's a tiki themed drink. I remember was that during so Tiki Week. Good. I think so. It was a leftover. <laughs> well, it was something they had introduced during Tiki Week, and I think it was leftover because I didn't wow. go during Tiki Week. Um, I was trying to avoid the crowds, you yeah. know, COVID and all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's a rainbow sherbet that I got from Prairie that I rated five. I think I tried that one. Um, oh, yeah. I think that's the one. Uh, what's the picture look like? Uh, let's pull it up. Yes, I I didn't like that one. Mandy loved it too, and I was like, oh. "Yeah, I've got okay." So between my two friends, since I'm friends with you and Mandy on here, I can look. And uh, Mandy says, "I'm not a sour girl, but I can drink it." Oh, you're not the other person on here. Oh wow, my friend Greg. I, I'm not sure I rated it actually, Maybe but I know right. I drank it. Um, or I didn't tag. I don't know. Well, it's still a show you because I'm we're friends, right? Even if I don't tag you. Um. Well, it says only two of my friends have had it. Okay. And, or, yeah. No, sorry. That, that is just the ratings. Right. So to me, well, you're the exact opposite of Mandy, right? So Mandy, I I probably know for sure 
Mandy has never given a five star rating to anything. I mean, you look at that yeah, one. She gave it a two. About it. Yeah, yeah she about is it. the Simon Cowell of beer ratings. <laughs> I was like, so what? What distinguishes good to you? Like, like what? What gets you over yeah, three more, stars? I'm more liberal with my ratings for sure. Because yeah, y'all talked about that, and I thought that that is the opposite of me. Because my baseline for beers is like three. So you know, mine's close. So like those like. Trash light beers, you know. Yeah, I'll that, put like, like my high life is yeah. three. three. Yeah, three is high life for me. Yeah. Sometimes four. You know, I mean, I love yeah, that. It depends beer. on how you're feeling. That but day. like, um, like light light beers, like you know, like your natty lights and stuff like that, might be like two and a half to two point yeah, seven for me. You know. Yeah, there's some stuff like the trashy, trashy. Yeah, beers yeah. That, that yeah get less than three, but then there's stuff that you know. Yeah. Some people just don't like. Heavy beers, I'm kind of like that. I don't like anything too heavy. I don't like anything too bitter. Well, to know? me, it's like anything that's not, like you said, that's your baseline, three. Anything that's not those trashy light beers, I'm just like, you get an automatic three because it, it's more work to probably brew you or make you, you know? <laughs> I think you're being a little too generous to the people that make them and like your sympathy. Oh. Like, I'm just going to rate it by taste. Like, okay. Uh, you know, if I don't like it, even if it's like some kind of craft you know, super special beer. If I don't like it, then I don't like it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to rate it like two and something. I, I don't think I've ever had anything that I rated like a I'm not less gonna, than a two. Yeah, I'm not going to say I haven't gave a craft beer under a three, but, you know, to me, I feel like, yeah, you put some work into it, whatever. Um, I think that's it. Whoa, oh, okay. So you wanted it to be um, why Last Christmas wasn't the best Christmas song ever. And because, uh, well, when first David brought that up to me, you were like, I was like, man, that was like so three months ago. He's like, yeah, but you haven't had me on since three months. And then I felt immediately guilty, one. And then two, I'm just <laughs> well, like, I'll be kind of <laughs> yeah, you kind of was having a baby and stuff or whatnot. Um, so yeah, tell me, tell me why. I just, I think that song, it's not Christmassy. It's sappy and gross. He says and, the word Christmas in it. Okay, okay. So this is <laughs> this is getting into a deeper debate about what defines a Christmas movie. Sure. Because I've seen people saying that Die Hard's a Christmas movie because it takes place on or around Christmas. Yeah, I agree with you. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie because Christmas has nothing to do with the theme or the intention of the movie. Like, it doesn't really play much of a factor in, like, the motivations of any of the characters or anything. So... Yeah, like, like, Last Christmas, it's kind of built around Christmas, but that's not the reason for the song. Like, it's it's a love song, or a uh, lack yeah. of love song. Okay, so... Because, you know, the, he gave you his heart, but then you gave it away. But this year, the Satan from Tears is going to give it to someone special. So yeah, it's a love song. It's not a Christmas song. But it's so catchy. No, it's not. <laughs> What? You tell me when you hear that song, you don't sing. I turn the channel to something different. Wow. I don't like what's your What's your Christmas song then? Okay, so this is gonna be kind of cheating because from back in my like band days, you know, I, I like I get more into the instrumental music. So I like, you know, the Boston Pops version of Sleigh Ride or uh, the Trans Siberian Orchestra's Wizards in Winter. I do like uh, Trans Siberian. Uh, yeah, like Trans Siberian Orchestra's got some good ones. I'm one of those weird people that really likes Mannheim Steamroller, mm -hmm. so I like you know the American Gramophone like band, that's the band geek stuff. Yeah, right. I, and that's that's the only reason I like it because I okay. you know, I would play that kind of music. I really valid. Yeah, I, I really developed an affection for instrumental music. But let me go back to Last Christmas. 
<laughs> okay. So, yeah, it's a love song. But think about this. So I had to think about it too. And one, when I didn't think about it, I was like, I just love that song. It's catchy. I sing it all the time. I love Ariana Grande. Um, also love now, granted, I Wham. have not heard Ariana's version. I don't like the Wham version. Wham's That's the right. only version yeah. I ever hear, and I'm tired of it. Um, I yeah, I grow tired of it too. But uh, I'll listen to Ariana's version because I like Ariana. So think about this. I don't know if Michelle makes you do this, but think about all the Christmas rom-coms you ever watch. This is the definition. This whole song is the definition of a Christmas rom-com. See, you're bringing that in. <laughs> and now I feel, feel like I have to give it more credit. because, like You should! That, so I, I will say... Think of how many people covered that yeah, song, like, too. When, like, the first night that Michelle and I kissed... Uh, I had gone over to her apartment on Christmas Eve. Uh, I brought her a stuffed crust pizza and a bottle of wine. Oh, nothing says love more and, than that. Yeah, see, that's how you knew we were meant to be. <laughs> but we watched The Family Stone, which is it. actually, okay, so it's it's a Christmas movie. Okay. Um, and it's got actually a lot of big-name actors and actresses, like Sarah Jessica Parker is one of the big ones. Anyway, tangent. Uh, that's one of Michelle's favorite Christmas movies, and it's kind of romantic it's also kind of sad because like one of the characters parents dies and like it's a family get together everybody's there you know it's like she realizes uh, i can't remember i think it's the mom realizes that like she's dying of you know an incurable disease and you know there's nothing they can do so then it becomes like their last christmas together blah blah blah. anyway uh, (laughs) but you know like we watched rom-coms and then you know that was the first night we kissed so, like, no. yeah, so, yeah, so, like, stuff like that has to hold a special memory, you know, these Christmas rom-coms, now you're guilty me into liking <laughs> this song. And, I mean, it's still, I think, okay, it still won't be your favorite, but I need you. Okay, like you're, you're helping me to grow in respect for this song. Okay. Which I feel is valid. All right. Well, that's all my debates, questions I have. This pod came, carried on really long. I'm, I'm going to say that you probably... If you don't have the longest pod right now, I think Michelle still holds the title for the longest episode I've ever had. The longest single episode? Because yeah. you, I know. Uh, well, there was even one the, time. even the one that I broke up into two episodes with Clayne, I think was only one was still shorter than what. Oh, Michelle. Really? Okay. Um, I have to look back. I could be wrong. I could be lying to everybody. Well, right I was now. gonna say I thought the the interview you broke into two parts was like well over an hour. Okay. Combined. Um, yeah, so, do you have any debate questions Uh, before we close this off? No, I I didn't really get into anything, I didn't think of anything, like, too heated. Okay. Um, I guess, you know, you could ask, like, Lord of the Rings to Harry Potter, you know, like, Gandalf or Dumbledore. That's, Uh, that's, in a way, I I could debate that with you, but I'm just, I'm not as... So you're not into fantasy? I am, I, I, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed all those movies. I just, I'm not in too hardcore into the lore of everything, you know? Okay, so like, Dragon Ball Z or Naruto, since you're an anime fan. Well, I didn't finish Dragon Ball. I stopped at Cell Series. Um, I will pick Naruto only because I like the hidden message or the, the uh, I guess, spirit of Naruto in that, you know, his, believe it! And this kid who is an orphan, becomes the Hokage. Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Naruto yet, he becomes the Hokage. And um, 
he just doesn't give up and becomes the best, you know? And um, Dragon Ball, I mean, yeah, the fighting and stuff was great. And it just, well, it just took too long to get to the point. I mean, I guess Naruto did the same thing, but I just like the message behind Naruto. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not like a, a big anime fan, so I can't debate you on that. I will say I've never watched Naruto. I did watch Dragon Ball. Uh, okay. I so. never watched Naruto. It's cool. <sighs> Alright, well, Superman or Batman? Okay, this is debatable. I, That's why. I as that. a superhero, I'm going to have to say Superman. That's fair. Because he actually has powers. Yes. He's not a rich orphan who has <laughs> parent issues. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. So we're not going to debate it. Did you watch the Batman yet? Oh, no, it comes out Monday on HBO Max. Yeah, that's so what we were going to watch it for free. Yeah. I'm waiting on that but too. But I have heard it's the best Batman movie. See, I wanted. I was like, I'm gonna wait till it comes out on HBO too. Um, but a lot of people was like, man, you need to go watch it in, in theater to get that experience. I was gonna know? say there are certain movies where getting the theater experience like All really, yeah, yeah. like really elevates it to another level. Like Avatar was like that for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I could ever watch Avatar like on normal TV just because I saw it 3D in theaters. True. But I feel, I feel like technology has come such a long way since Avatar came out that some of the TVs that you have at home can give you that experience. You I know? suppose. But yeah, that, that was like a transcendent experience for me for as far as movies. I remember, you know, young me going to the theater and seeing yeah. that in 3D. I was like, this is incredible. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'm with you on the Superman debate. I, I feel like Batman like has plot armor and kind of cheats. And as a normal <laughs> human, he endures way more... Like brutal, like things okay, that so a normal human could take, even with extensive martial arts and physical conditioning and training. He does okay, things so on the Marvel side of that. Um, one of the debates on on the radio all the time that I was into. Okay, well, sorry. Before you hey, go ahead, Marvel or DC? I'm sorry. Um, I'm a Marvel guy. Okay, I'm, I think I'm with you on that. I've always like I grew up liking more of the Marvel heroes. And I always liked Spider Man. He was always one of my favorites. Spider Man was by far my favorite. Um, yeah, I think Spider Man's like Rogues Gallery. It's it's the second best behind Batman. I will say Batman has the best like, and if, overall collection of villains. But Spider Man's villains are also like super. And if we're going off movies alone, let's just be honest. Marvel's made way yes. better movies. Um, so, like, right now, DC has better comics. Marvel has way yeah. better movies. See, that, and that goes back to, I'm not into, like, the, I guess, the lore of everything, like, mm-hmm. the comics and stuff. Um, yeah. I've been, like, I've got a comicsology subscription, so I've been reading more comics. Um, you know, I, I kind of fell in love with Martian Manhunter because of, like, a solo series that I read from him. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a, a growing love in DC. Justice League has had some good stuff. Um, you know... Avengers, like, there's a... Not Scott Snyder, he wrote Batman. I, I wrote, actually, I was going to say, my growing love for DC has been because of the comics. Uh, I read Scott Snyder's Batman series. Absolutely incredible. <laughs> uh, but also on the Marvel side, Jonathan Hickman, like, wrote all the Fantastic Four and then, like, Avengers, New Avengers, into, you know, like, Infinity War and all that stuff. Like yeah. that. He, He's got a really good series. So I'm still in love with Marvel, I think, a little bit more. So he, he started off as a DC writer and then went to Marvel? Uh, who, Hickman? Yeah. No, um, I can't remember where he really cut his teeth, but I think he he really got famous off of his Fantastic Four run. Yeah. Uh, and I think around, that was probably t- around 2010, 
and then the Fantastic Four like culminated, and then that kind of transitioned right into Avengers, and then he wrote Avengers and New Avengers, which combined into uh, like a global event. I'm trying to remember which one it was. I think it was It's, anyway, it's it's basically where the world ends. Doctor Doom creates like this new reality called uh, like Doom World or something, and then uh, they end up like Mister Fantastic. Spoiler alert! Uh, like Dies. no, like basically wrestles Doom for supremacy, wins, and then goes to recreate the universe that they originally like inhabited with his son Franklin. Uh, the turtle. Yes. 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 <laughs> Mr. Fantastic gave birth to a turtle. And, hey, it's and they go about, Yeah, they go about with this universal power that they that they have uh, recreating like planets and galaxies and all that stuff. So, but anyway, it, that's boiling it down and kind of making it sound dumb. But it's, yeah. it's a really, really good story. All right, so last question going back to um, the DC side. We'll go to the Marvel side. And then, like I said, it's a question that I've heard on the radio. Um... Captain America or Iron Man? Ooh. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Iron Man. Uh-huh. Go Okay. Well, I think Captain America is too, like, too by the book. It's like, it's almost like he doesn't understand how to bend the rules. Except in the movies, he, he kind of, like, turns into the opposite of, like, I don't know. It, obviously... Comics versus movies, you know, I guess you kind of got to remember that, you know, there's differences between the two. I think in the movies, I liked Tony's character arc, uh, where, where, like, they're kind of opposites, which I, I suppose is the point. You know, Tony goes from, like, this arrogant kind of, you know, asshole so to, to, yeah, to, like, caring, whereas, you know, Cap starts off as this goody two-shoes who transitions into the vigilante, yeah. like, you know, anti-hero almost, where he's being hunted by the government and has to, like, go into hiding. Um, but I don't know, I just, I never felt like I related to Cap because he was, he's too much of an idealist. And Grant, like, it's good to have, like, values and understand that there are, like, objective truths that you have to, like, abide by and hold to. But at the same time, it's it's almost like he doesn't he doesn't ever like relate to people. Yeah, you know, or he he figures out that you know like Tony's mad at Bucky because Bucky killed Tony's dad or whatever. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but then yeah. yeah, like of course Tony's gonna be mad at Bucky, but then you know Cap's like defending Bucky because they were friends like a thousand years ago. Yeah, and won't like try to you know understand Tony's side of it. It's almost like he, he doesn't want to relate to people. It's not really empathetic. Yeah, yeah he, he lacks any kind of like social awareness. I agree 100% with that and I would pick Cap or uh, Iron Man as well. Yes. Yeah, because of that reason. Yeah, like I think Cap, because he's become such an idealist, he, he feels like he's above everyone else mm. in a way and like he has to kind of like bear this standard. He's like, this is the code. We got to yeah, follow the yeah, code. Yeah, he basically feels like he has to be above everyone else and like lead everyone else to like live up to him. Whereas Iron Man is like Batman. He has no powers. His ability as a hero is built on like his his mind he's fully human and so he's more relatable he's, yeah. he has his own issues like tony like as a character like battled alcoholism you know he's very flawed he's you know yeah more relatable so yeah i like iron man yeah. yep 
Um, yeah, I, I think that's it. That's, that was a great conversation. I always have long conversations with you, so it's a wonder why I don't have you on more often. Uh, <laughs> because you want people to keep listening. Well, no, no, I'm not, I mean, not necessarily. I'm not, I want y'all to listen. Don't get me wrong. I just, you know, um, I try to, like, try not to hurt anyone's feelings, so I just try to rotate people around. But sometimes I'm just like, uh, I don't care if I just had you on last week. Just come on again, because, like, I want to have you come on again. You know, it's like, I don't know. I, I can't please everybody. Um, and, but, you know, we're people pleasers. So. Yeah, what can you do? Um, yeah, so thank you, everybody. Don't forget to check out the Instagrams. Uh, friends underscore of underscore flavor. Even though I haven't been super active on that. Um, um, we see baby as the, my main account. Uh, on TikToks as well, that's We See Baby. Uh, check out my little nephew who did, or cousin, or whatever it is. I forgot what Rod told me. But he made the intro music, Taika, on Spotify, T-Y-K-A. Uh, and with that note, uh, I'll leave with saying, as always, uh, don't forget to check on your friends, but more importantly, don't forget to check on yourself. Peace. Peace.